Praise the Lord, uh, saints of the Most High God, I greet you in the wonderful name of Jesus, our, our God, our King, our Master, the Rock. Hallelujah, our everything. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Amen. And so um, I greet you today and um, just want to continue um, just what the Lord has uh, is saying about this doctrine of the Nicolaitans, which he hates uh, from Revelation chapter two, where he references it twice um, as something he hates. And um, and so really uh, looking into this and um, there's a, a scripture in Colossians chapter number two, Colossians chapter number two. And um, we go to verse number six. It says, um, as you therefore have received Christ Jesus, the Lord, so walk ye in him, rooted and built up in him and established in the faith as you have been taught abounding therein with thanksgiving. And here's verse eight. Listen to what this says. Beware, lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit after the tradition of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ. For in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and you are complete in him, which is the head of all principality and power. So this word um, that Paul wrote to the church at Coloss was uh, verse eight. You need to beware um, that any man doesn't try and spoil you and or make you spoil, take you captive through philosophy, vain deceit after the traditions of men and the rudiments of the world and not after Christ. And so he just so I hear hear him saying We've got to be rooted and built up in Jesus, established in the faith that it's all in him um, or else someone could try and uh, spoil you and, and make you pray because um, uh, being led away by traditions of men, philosophies, thoughts, ideas, concepts that are after the carnal and are after the world and not after Christ. Uh, so if I could just reference you back to another scripture, back to Matthew chapter 23, Matthew chapter 23, Jesus, verse number 13, uh, Matthew 23, verse 13, Jesus once again talking to the scribes and the Pharisees. And he says, but woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you shut up the kingdom of heaven against men, for you neither go in yourselves, neither suffer ye them who are entering to go in. And so, um, and, and then uh, let me just continue on. Verse 14, woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you devour widows' houses and for pretense make long prayers. Therefore, you shall receive the greater damnation. Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you compass sea and land to make one proselyte. And when he is made, you make him twofold more the child of hell than yourselves. Wow. Jesus is declaring here his hatred for what they were doing. 
his hatred that that their teaching, their doctrine, their ways were shutting up the kingdom of heaven against men. That's crazy to think that there is something that could shut up the kingdom of heaven, could stop people from entering into the kingdom that Jesus has prepared for us. And he was saying it was the teachings, it was the doctrines of these uh, hypocrites, these religious leaders, but they were leading people away. He even, like verse 15, where he says, you compass land and sea to make one proselyte. You, you convert somebody to following you, and yet you make them twofold the child of hell. You are leading them away from the kingdom of heaven. And this is what I feel like Paul is saying here in Colossians when he says, be careful that any man, right, where he's saying you could be led away by religious traditions, by worldly concepts, and it will shut you up from entering into the kingdom of heaven. Um, it, will, it can get people so bound up in religiosity and things where they think they're okay, they're a convert, and yet now they are uh, away from the kingdom of God. This is why Jesus tells uh, the church in Re churches in Revelation that he hates this doctrine of the Nicolaitans, that um, the idea that religious uh, leaders don't serve and edify the body to grow and become everything that Jesus has, but to literally make them followers of themselves. And, um, and like I say, I know I'm stepping out on some stuff right here, but I am, I've just got to speak it what, I've, what the Lord has put on my heart. Um, this is such a representation of what has come from the Catholic, from the Catholic Church from the Catholic doctrine. And so um, that doctrine, Jesus hates it. I'll just be plain, plain with it. He hates it. It has caused so many people to not enter into the kingdom of heaven. Um, men and women uh, who become followers, proselytes, and Jesus, like he told the, the scribes and the Pharisees, you make them twofold more the child of hell than yourselves. There are people that we meet that are so uh, bound, so indoctrinated uh, by Catholicism. Um, they don't want Jesus. They don't, they don't want to know the word of God. And, and okay, this is coming to my mind on our, on our prayer call. Uh, it was mentioned how you can you can talk to somebody and say, hey, I want to talk to you about Jesus. And they'll say, oh, no, I'm a, I'm a Catholic, uh, you know, and I've heard I've heard that you know, they mentioned it on the prayer call. But I've I've heard that said countless times. Um, and 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 literally even in themselves, they confess they're contrary to one another that. That it's like not the same. They're, 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 they're spoiled through philosophy, through the traditions of men. They've been led astray by, by doctrines that uh, are not right. And 
they're just, and instead of searching the scriptures for themselves, they just follow blindly. And so the same thing that entraps someone in Catholicism uh, can be the same thing that could entrap someone from an apostolic background, because that's what Revelation is even speaking of, where Jesus is saying, I hate the deeds. I hate the doctrine of the Nicolaitans, where people become dependent on other people for their salvation. You are not, there is, the Bible says this, there is one mediator between God and man, the man Christ Jesus. The only person that you need to go to for true salvation is Jesus Christ. We need to be rooted and built up in him. Um, we need to be established in him. We are complete in Jesus Christ. And so if you are a part of a ministry, if you're a part of a fellowship or a part or, or under leadership that is not leading you to Jesus Christ, that is not pointing you to him, if you are under shepherds that are not leading you to Jesus Christ, can I tell you, you're under the wrong authority. Uh, the Bible says that we need to flee that. We need to go away from that. And I'm not saying uh, that you, you be rude or, or, or um, get out of hand or cross spiritual lines and, and talk against the anointed. I'm, you know, obviously there's people that can make mistakes and do things, but I'm talking about uh, doctrines, religions that are not leading you to Jesus Christ, that are not, that he is not the head of whatever, whatever thing you're a part of, um, that you, you got to save yourself. You've got to save yourself. Um, and, and like I said, don't become bitter, or angry or anything like that, but you've got to be rooted and grounded in Jesus Christ and established in him, not in a person, not in a preacher, not in a building, not in an organization or a denomination. You've got to be built up and made complete in Jesus Christ. And that's and, and Jesus was so angry, you know, in Matthew 23. He is so angry with these scribes and Pharisees that he is calling them hypocrites. He called them blind guides. Uh, he called them fools. Uh, I think he goes down into um, verse number um, 20, uh, 27. He called them white, whited sepulchers. Basically, you're, you're a grave, you're a tomb, and it's clean on the outside, but you're full of dead men's bones. Um, that's crazy. He goes on and he calls them serpents, verse 33, serpents, generation of vipers. Um, how can you escape the damnation of hell? Jesus hates it. I mean, I, I, he, obviously he can't make it any more clearer. He hates it. He absolutely hates false religion, false religion. He hates it. And we as people of God, we have to hate what he hates. And so we're not hating people where I'm not I'm not hating every priest. I'm not hating, you know, I don't hate the pope. I don't I don't hate people that go to mass or that's not it's the it's the doctrine. It's the deeds. 
it's the spirit behind it that we hate because it keeps people bound and it and it leads them away from Jesus Christ and they don't enter in to the kingdom. Um, Jesus, he he was never afraid to speak up against um, these Pharisees and the lawyers um, against this false um, doctrine, uh, what I call the doctrine of the Nicolaitans, um, that they were better than the people and they put burdens and just kept the people bound um, in false religion. And so I say this as, as pastor, that if there are things that are taught, if there are things that come out that are not scriptural, right, that, that man, this is leading me away from Jesus Christ or, or this is not exalting the Lord. Please say something. Please don't, don't just sit there and accept it. Come talk to me. Come talk to Bishop Vona. Uh, talk, talk to somebody. You know, not, don't, don't, don't go behind the back and don't start gossiping and creating division. But, but the Bible says if, if, if you've got ought against your brother, your brother sins against you or well, you go straight to that person. You say, hey, listen, this what's going on here? Let's let's come to let's reason together. Let's figure this thing out because this is serious. And if I'm wrong, I want to be right. If, if I'm off, I, want, I need to be back on the right path. And so we need to love each other enough that we can say um, that that we can that we can that we can uh, truly edify one another that that. I want you to be right with God. I want to be right with God. And, and I can, we can talk about these things without being offended. I think we've already talked about offenses, but I don't have to be offended when, when we're talking about the word of God and the things of the scriptures and the soul, because, because this is serious. This is serious. And so Jesus was saying, uh, these people are going to hell. They're going to hell. And he, is, he was so angry. I mean, I just... I, I, I feel the anger of Jesus Christ that he literally hates it. And so um, I, I, I feel that in the Holy Ghost, just this hatred for it. And, and uh, I, I feel it in my own spirit. And, and it just it, it bothers me. Um, and so I don't want to have any part of it. I don't want to have any part of something that Jesus hates. I want to be right with him. And uh, there's many places in the scriptures. Luke chapter 11, Jesus is um, talking about Pharisees, verse 37 through 54, uh, where he's just, he goes into them. And then he continues all the way into chapter 12, where he's just like, um, just talking about the Pharisees and the lawyers. There is so much scripture where he is fighting against um, the spirit of religious tradition and the doctrine, I believe, of the Nicolaitans. Um, and then uh, just one more place I just want to point, point out to you is Mark chapter 7. Mark chapter 7, um, verse, number, um, verse number 6. He says this, um, He answered and said unto them, Well has Isaiah prophesied, of you hypocrites, as it is written, the people honor me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. Howbeit in vain they do worship me, teaching for doctrines the commandments of men, 
for laying aside the commandment of God. You hold the tradition of men as the washing of pots and cups, many other such things, uh, such like things you do. And he said unto them, full well, you reject the commandment of God that you may keep your own tradition. Wow. And so can I tell you the word tradition? Tradition is not a bad word. But if a tradition causes you to reject the commandment of God, it's wrong. It's wrong. And so we have traditions. They're precepts. They're basically just things that we normally do, you know. Um, and, and so we get into the habit of doing something. So, for example, I have a tradition of brushing my teeth in the morning. And, um, and I'm sure there's many people that are thankful for that. Those that I pray for, you're thankful that I try traditionally brush my teeth. That's a good tradition. It's a good ritual. It's a, it's a good habit, right? Um, but then there are other traditions. And so traditions are things uh, that, uh, according to the commandment of God, they are subservient to God's commands. They can be moved. They can be adjusted. Um, unless it's a commandment of God, unless it's a doctrine of the Lord. Those things we cannot adjust. We cannot move them. And so... The, uh, the Pharisees had taken something, taken traditions, taken teachings of man and maybe good ideas at the time, and they, they made it uh, more powerful than the commandments of God. We've got to be very careful that we don't allow our cultural preferences and our habitual things that we do supersede the will of God. We, we, we've got to be very careful, church. And so, um, I, I, maybe, I'm, okay, bear with me. I want to just go just a few more minutes if that's okay. I know I've gone a little bit over time. And so, we cannot be afraid to allow God's word and God's commandment, which is love God with all your heart and love your neighbor as yourself. We've got to allow that commandment to supersede our tradition, to supersede our tradition. One example I will give of that, that we, that, that we flowed in um, powerfully, was even being outside in the park. And, and being outside and outdoor and having services and all that stuff. And, and uh, you know, because obviously tradition, we're in the building, so on and so forth. But the church, we are the church. We can do what we do anywhere, you know. Thank the Lord we are in a country that we can do that. And so uh, we've got to love God. We've got to love people. <clears throat> the way that looks, how we do it can change. And it has changed. And it probably will change. Um, and, but we need to recognize um, that we've got to hold on to what God has commanded us to do. We don't need to fight over our traditions. God forbid that we fight and divide over our traditions. I am not going to leave the church because a tradition was changed. I'm not going to walk away from the goodness of Jesus Christ over a tradition. Uh, I, I, if I can give another one that, uh, you know, <clears throat> and if you notice you, in our sanctuary, we don't have a clock right now in there. And uh, but years ago, our pastor just through the leading of the Holy Ghost took that clock down because it's not that clocks are bad. It's not that time is wrong. 
Uh, time is something that we're all bound by and we all respect time. But when that thing, when that clock or when time or when a tradition begins to supersede what God has called us to do, well, then it's got to come down. It's got to come down. It becomes an idol. And so good things, seemingly good things, can become idols in our hearts if we allow them to stop us from doing the will of God. And so that's just one example. <clears throat> and, um, and so I'm, I'm just, I'm thankful for that. That's the, that's the leadership that we have had that has said, listen, um, this is not a bad thing, but we got to be careful that it doesn't become an idol. And if it's going to become an idol, we'll tear it down. We will bring it down. We'll get a ladder. We'll climb up there and we'll bring it down <laughs> through the leading of the Holy Ghost. And, uh, and so we're not just looking to tear things up just to tear things up and change just for the sake of change. But man, I want God's spirit to flow. I want his commandments to go forward. I want Jesus to be exalted in everything that we do. And I don't want any tradition of man. I don't want any pharisaical thing, any, any, anything of religious tradition to hold us back from doing what Jesus has called us to do. And uh, because he hates it. He hates it. He hates it. Um, and so uh, I pray I pray that uh, you would pray over this and <clears throat> that this word would just be hidden in your heart. So I would encourage you to study Mark chapter seven, study Matthew chapter 23, study Luke chapter 11 and 12, uh, Colossians 2, uh, Revelation 2, Revelation 3. And just look into those things of how uh, Jesus feels about this doctrine of Nicolaitans. Uh, religious tradition and how it, it creeps into the church, but God has called us to be free. So I'm, I'm thankful. I'm excited about what the Lord is doing. And, uh, and I just believe that he is, he is going to have a, he has a church and, uh, and I just want to be a part of what he's doing. Amen. Thank you so much. Uh, I pray that you're blessed and have a, have a blessed day in the Lord. Amen. God bless you in Jesus name.